As you know, the science for Antichrist who gave us various basic uh, structures in Davini. Whether it's from Esra, whether it's the brachas of Pirishma and Sakhir the tzura that a Davini is meant to be. Throughout the Darius, starting from the Tanoim themselves, the Tanoim who are after Antichrist more and more tefillahs were added to the liturgy. The first question is, what status do these added tefillahs from later Darius have? And this is going two directions. On the one hand, are we mechuyev to say them? On the one extreme. And the other extreme is, are we allowed to say them? And why is that a question? Because, of course, if a person wants to make up a tefillah to be said at at any given time, uh, it's better to say when before giving stock, or it's better to say before uh, walking to the sock, or it's better to say before tying your shoes. You can do it you like. Uh, extra tefillahs is the gather tefillahs for shoes. There's no restriction on that. Like the chida, he wrote lots of tefillahs to be said at, on various occasions and various circumstances. There's no problem if a person wants to add like that. But the question I'm talking about is things which were added to the seder tefillah. Things were added to the seder tefillah by later days. And the question is, is something like that considered a hefsek? It wasn't something which was given to us by Antichrist as the Ikat Seder of Tefillah. And if that's the case, is, it, is one allowed to add things to Dabli? So on one hand, is it Mata? Or is it, is it once it's been added, is someone Mukhayyif to say it? Now, what kind of additions are we talking about? So number one, let's go in order. Number one, we have the Goyne. The Goyim said that on the Sersim Echuvah we meant to add Zachrein Elechayim into the first bracha, Mikam Melech into the second bracha, and Seif Elechayim into the last bracha. These are unparished from Ezra. These are unparished from Ezra, they aren't part of the Takhan of Chazal. So, what right do the Goyim have to start adding things to Shemun Ezra? Especially in the Gimel Rishonis, where the Alach is a person not meant to be adding anything. But what right do they have? Are you Mechuvah in them? Are you not Mechuvah in them? Why are they Mutu Bichlal? That's the first, the first round of Shailas. The second one comes not just about uh, additions directly to Shmona Hesheh, but we find uh, tefillahs which were enacted for different times of the year, which weren't part of the Seder tefillah of Anshin HaSagadar. Uh, the one is Slichas. We don't have Slichas as a from Anshin HaSagadar. We have the idea of saying Yigimah Minasarachim. That's from the Gemara already. That's from even earlier. That's from the Torah. But the Hashem is Mitzat of Kishriyach Tibur, and you taught Moshe Rebbe in the Seder tefillah. Like we spoke about last time, that the Yigam Midas have a stated tefillah. But, besides that, there's the concept of saying slichas, which means the piyot, in between each time we say Yigam Midas. Where do they come from? The earliest piyotim we have of slichas come from uh, Osla Gaudi. Uh, we have from Avram Gaudi, we have from uh, um, Shreer Gaudi, we have from Shvatia from Italy, who was at the same time as the Gaudi. So we, uh, uh, we have from his name, the son of Amos of Rome was also in the time of the Goyim. So it goes back a long way to Zechus. And once again, what, what, what is the hazard to attack in new things? Uh, well, this also becomes a question is because when you get to Ne'ilah, so this becomes part of the Chazar Sashat. So once again, it does this whole addition of Zechus to the Chazar Sashat become a hefzik. The next. Uh, topic of added tefillahs by later Darius is the kinnas. Now obviously I was going to say that I didn't write kinnas because the base of the was just had just been built then. 
But after the Khurban, so there became an Indian to write Kinnis. It began from Rabbi Lazar Akali. Most of the Kinnis here were from Rabbi Lazar Akali. Who was Rabbi Lazar Akali? It's Makhlaikas Rishonim. Akali. Who was he? Makhlaikas Rishonim. Tesla says Rabbi Lazar Akali was the Tana Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon. And Rabbi Lazar the son of Rabbi Shimon Ba'ichai. So that's the case. There's a Makar for Kinnis from the Tanai. That's even earlier. From the Tanai, there was a do- two days after the Khurban. Uh, the uh, Shemba Yechai lived in the Dar after Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva saw the Khurban, so was, his son was two days after the Khurban, and that's where we find the earliest kinnis from. And then once again, what Mechaev is that? If we have compositions written by Tanaim, so here yeah, no one's saying kinnis, no one but what's the Mechaev to say? That's the second, second question. And now the third question became what's called today the Yetzirahs or the Maravias or whatever the name wants to give them and that is Fiyotim which are added into the middle of Shunesra Fiyamtif for Shani Yom Kippur for the Arab Parishiyas and lots of times during the year for Purim that Fiyotim were added into Shunesra we'll talk about that also okay um, he's saying Shunesra he's saying Shunesra so where, well, what's the gather of all these things? And that again, where did the where did the, where, going back to Tukhar, where did these things start from? Once again, Abu Zakir, he signs his name on there. So we know that whoever Abu Zakir was, he wrote the Yetzirah. Now again, I told you, should the this is that Abu Zakir was Abu Zakir Bishim and Taina. There are Arshanim who argue with that and say Abu Zakir was later on. He was in the time of the Guardian. We don't know anything else. If that's the case, who was he? We don't know anything else about him. But uh, whatever whatever is the argument, who exactly he was, either way around, he was a Kadman. We see that Rashi and Tosfos already argue about the Nusach of the, in a few places, the Nusach of the Piyot, which means they both had the Piyot from uh, something that they accepted from before. And they're discussing exactly what the Nusach was. And not only that, the Rishonim and Halachas from it. From the way that the Piyot says it did something, a number of places, because there's the Piyot of Pesach, which is uh, today, the Yetzis for Shabbos Lagadl. So they learn Halachas from what he says. So it was written by a Kadim, obviously somebody who was accepted as a Gadl. But if that's the case, it came with the fact that he authorized adding this into Shonesra. Once the Rishus has been given, so then it became something more and more people added to. Throughout the Tukhah of the Rishonim, we find more and more Piyotim added both to Slichus and to the Kinnus and to the additions to Shonesra. Uh, now, Kinnus, normally it was because of other tragedies. Most of the Kinnus and the Khurban are from Raza Kadir. He writes himself in one of the Kinnus. Which means he himself wrote a new kinna every year. So if you have 30, 40 kinnas about the Khurban, before other things, probably all written by Kimat only written by Raza Akadir. He used to add kinnas every year. Um, later on, the Rishonim, after various tragedies which happened to Klai Yisrael, added more kinnas after the crusade and after the burning of the Talmud and after various dead libels. There were more crusades, more kinnas added after, as things happened. So that's one area. Eslechus too. The Slechus, a lot of Rishonim uh, wrote their own Slechus, which are got incorporated into the Nusach. And lastly, when it comes to additions of Shmonesri, a lot of the Piyotim, which, which are either Aser or even they're not, they're printed in the Machzorim, Rishonim and Kippur came from later on, came from the Rishonim. And uh, including the most famous Piyot, which is on the Sanat In Ashkenazi, Chalos Shatz of Musaf, that's the highlight of Musaf. That was a Piyot. And it was written by Amnon, who was uh, one of the Rishonim. He lived a few years before Rashi. In the main is one of the cities of Germany. Okay, so what's ahead of these things? 
What's the of this? So, the first thing is we have to talk about is that even though there's a big machlekes in the poskim, if it was muta or it was also to add additions like this into Shmona Esrei, we have to remember everybody who wrote them held it was muta. So we're going to talk about the shittas and the achronim who argue about it, but uh, the Maisa is everyone who wrote the, kin- the piyotim and who wrote the additions to Shmona Esrei obviously held they were allowed to do it, else they would never written it. So it's not just the argument between Achronim, we have all the Rishonim who wrote it, and the Goenim wrote it, holding it mutter. Uh, we, now, we don't know of any Goenim who came out against it. In other words, we don't find anybody saying it, even though uh, Rav Amram Goen or Rav Shvat or anybody else wrote the Kinnas wrote. We shouldn't be saying this, it's a, it's a half-second Shemesh. Uh, I don't know if they did or they didn't, but we don't find any clear shit on the other side. And when you get to the Achronim, we find a big focus about this. Most prominent among them is the Shit of the Vilmagod. And the Vilna Gaon held that any addition to Shemona Esra is also. Chazos uh, Hashat is exactly like Shemona Esra, you can't add anything. With the exception of, interestingly enough, with the exception of the Zachreinu and the, and the, the Sein of the Sefer Chaim, the four things that the Goenim added. That, for some reason, wasn't a problem, but everything else he, he, he asked the saying in Shemona Esra. Minakla Yisrael, except for a very few people who hold it with Minakla Gaon through everything, the Minakla Yisrael is that we do add Piyotim. If you go to a town, a, a minion of people who follow the Shita Sagra, Shona over Dami is over an hour and a half. That's it. The Chazos is exactly the same as the Prophet Shmonesra. They don't add anything, it's done. But um, what makes the Dami bias is that all the Piyotim and everything that goes into Chazos Hashat, it makes the Dami much longer. <laughs> so, nevertheless, we take the Goan's opinion into consideration, and that's why. The Nusach by Ashwan Esra in the Chodos Hashat is Misoid Chachomim and Nevoinim. We let us die as Nevoinim. We're relying on the Shittas of the Chachomim and Nevoinim who matched this. Therefore, after Chopi, now changes depending which spirit you're saying, after Chopi, we share Anonim with Tachas Hashachanim, whatever it's going to be. What I'm asking for, I'm saying I have a Shush to now add Piyotim based on the Shittas who matched it. In other words, I don't exactly who crafted that Nusach. But it was it was written into the Shmona Esrei as the Hakdama of why we're we going to add piyotim, why we're we going to add piyotim because uh, there are shittusim matzit. In fact, I want to show you something which a friend of mine once pointed out, and that is uh, not only did they add piyotim, it took an incredibly long time. In the Sefer Kesharia Prime, it talks about the Sefer and Tefillah. When he gets to Rosh Hashanah, he talks about what the minhag in Europe was in Rosh Hashanah. So in the first thing he talks about, that people have to be careful not to say the Brigus Tashachar on Rosh Hashanah before Rosh Hashanah. Because they started davening really early. And therefore, if you're starting to daven before Rosh Hashanah, so we may you can't say Brachas. So people have to be careful not to put in the Talis, not to, not to say Brigus Tashachar before Rosh Hashanah. It's too early. That's, and then he starts talking about the Then a few Sifim later, the same Shari Ephraim says, people have to be careful not to miss my Krishna on Rosh Hashanah, because the period can take a long time. Now think how many hours we're talking about. If they're getting up by Rosh Hashachar and they're worried about Krishna, we're talking about a five-hour period, approximately. So the period were a serious part of the davening. I don't know exactly which period they had then. I don't know what the tune was. But whatever it was, you see the Chari Prime was worried about how long this period could be. Very interesting. Now we don't have... We Even though there are places which still have the Mechzorim, which have the Maravius every night of Yom Tov and the Yetzus for every Shachris and the Musafius every Musaf and everything else, uh, today, Rav Rubam of Klai Yisrael don't say it. Maybe the old Yekashim and Hagen said, 
It says in Hasidim is that, but Rav Rubin finds from. Yeah, I said, the Altica said, I know. They have a special master called the Old Rodel Haim Rachsa. I've seen it. That uh, has all the Piyotim. All the Piyotim, which uh, yeah, you have to like, mention back at the words in the yellow pages to see what it's actually saying. But it's. Uh, why? What happened to it? It was something which everyone used to say. So what happened to them? So there's a Prima Guardian. And it's always quoted about it. And the Prima Guardian says, there's no point being married and fit as the people don't understand. If the point of a Twitter is that you know what you're, you know what you're saying. And as much as the, the artistic, uh, grammatical creation of the Puritan was very impressive, but if you don't understand the words, so what's the point of saying it? And therefore, he said it's right to be remind in the Puritan. And because it's, uh, it's not something which people are understanding anyway, so it's uh, well, better spend the time saying to him or learning or doing something which people do understand rather than saying words which you don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, because of that, like I said, most minyanim and most kiddos have the minag not to, to, when it comes to all those things, don't them at all. First, because of the Vilna God, that we don't, not to add, uh, not to add things to the Nusach HaTfilo to have sick. Besides for that, because of the Prima God. So with two, with both and both and those two things, uh, therefore most shittas hold, that we, in most places hold, that we don't, that those purity we don't say vichla. But, nevertheless, that was going to go to the Yotzis and to the Maravius and to all the purity like that. Nevertheless, when it came to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, most places still do say some purity. In other words, when it comes to Arapashias, in most shuls, in essence, like I said, some of the Hasidic shuls, some of the Exodus shuls, don't say anything. It's a regular diving completely. When it comes to Yom Tov, most shuls don't say anything. It's a regular diving completely. When it comes to Shani Yom Kippur, most places, unless, like I said, people, mommy shoulders that go and shit out of safe, do have Piyotim. And the reason for that? There's two reasons. Number one is because it's more than above us. And that is in Dafkar and Shoshan Yom Kippur and some other people. So the Piyotim have that Kayach. Now, which Piyotim are we talking about? A Piyot like an Asana Tokif. It's not part of the Tfilah, it's a Piyot. But it has the Kayach to more than above us. And it graphically describes the fact that everything's only but didn't what depends on the din, that has a koyach. And therefore, we want, that's something we want in Rosh Hashanah. Same thing, some other piyotim. We talk about all the things that Kodesh Baruch does. The Boichin, the Vavis, the Yamdin, the Goyla, Amukas, the Meshorim, the Din. We talk about what's happening in the din. It's something which can marry a person's Mokshava. And uh, a lot of the other piyotim the same way. We talk about Yom Kippur, we have the Haidaris, the Moon, and the Chayyaramim, which is a piyot. We have Al Yisraga, Emunasa, which is a piyot. Which is a pure, which is a pure, and the point of them is to marry the person's feeling. So, is also a pure. And therefore, that's why we leave those pure because the first thing is it still has the effect that the pure were meant to have, and that is bring a person more to feel the the the, the And the second thing, and that is it's brought in the Ramah, and that is that the person we not to waste time in Rosh Hashanah, and therefore there's always the chashash. And if Tavani Rosh Hashanah is going to be over in, one, in two hours, so what are people going to do the rest of the day? So you'll get the Tavani Rosh Hashanah sit and learn, and that's a maile. You get the people who want to and who mess around. And that's the Dava Chomer Rosh Hashanah, like the Zara says. That Manda Domich, Rosh Hashanah Domich Mazda. A person sleeps on Rosh Hashanah, all the Mishnah verses wastes time, is his, the Malachim who, so to speak, trying to intercede in his behalf in Shemaim, go to sleep. And therefore, as a way to make sure that the Tavani is going to last longer than Chatzos, which is what we want on Rosh Hashanah, what we want, which is what we want from Hashanah. Yeah, so here there's a re- more of a reason to add the piyotim. Because that's why sending a person to daven Musa before Gimel Shais. So it's a way to be, so to speak, to fill in the davening and also to give more of an atmosphere of Hashanah. That's why Dafkun and Hashanah and Kippur, there was an Indian to leave the piyotim. And even then, 
most places don't say most piyotim. They say a few piyotim. If you see how many piyotim there are, most folks don't even print them anymore. But if you see how many piyotim there are, we say very few piyotim. Again, relying on the prima goddess. Any period which is very long and complicated, any period which is words which are hard to understand, most people like we don't say. We say the piyotim which the words are simple and the meaning is clear. And then it's a, like a, it has a message which people can can get better. Okay, so that's the first point. That's regarding the piyotim. When it comes to the kinnis, so as opposed to other places, most, at least in Israel, most places do say all, if not most, of the kinnis. And the reason is for the same point. And that is, on Kiftishiba, we have the same issue. You're not, you're not allowed to do other things. And therefore, we want people to be Isaac and the Chorban. It's brought in the Ramah too. People shouldn't go to Shul until just before Chatzais. Why? Because since everything is Asad Chatzais, you can't do Melacha, there's no Shara Shara, you can't be Metal, you can't learn. So, what do you want people to do? And therefore, the idea is that if we keep them in Shul, we miss Asak, we kill this, so that's what he meant to do on Tishabat. And therefore, now we're done with the problem of the world, they're going to put the snot in the middle of the Twitter. And number two, there's no, we, don't, we don't have an Indian to be married, but we want people to miss Asak with the Yanam of the Chorban. And if we don't have an Indian to be married, the Kinnis. And that's why most places still do say all the Kinnis, even though we have the same problem. Most people don't understand what they say. But, okay, nevertheless, they said, the Eitzah is, if a person would say few Kinnis and understand them, then he's achieved both objectives. He's saying Kinnis, he understands what he's saying, what, 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 what the Kinnis is talking about, and it still takes the same time. And therefore, if a child would be to ask to say every Kinnis in the Sefer, or to say half of the Kinnis, but explaining each Kinnis and understanding each Kinnis, for sure, there's a matter, in my opinion, to say fewer kinnas and understand them, then say all kinnas without understanding them. You have a problem with the prima godim. What's the point of saying these don't understand? But the idea is to, like I said, there we aren't the mat because we don't have an Indian to finish shul earlier. We want people to be in shul to chatzais. That's the second case. And then we get to the slichas. And now this is a big argument. And that is, what category do slichas fall into? Because on the one hand, you could say the same argument. The slichas are complicated. They were written to be fit into a a pan pentameter, which means a certain rhyme scheme, and to have words which will therefore end the same way. So the, word, the language is complicated in the, in the slichas. And therefore, the part of the, the svar of the primogodim should apply. And that is, we don't understand why we're saying so many, why we're saying so many slichas. On the other hand, there's a big difference by the slichas. And that is, the point of saying slichas isn't to say slichas. The point of saying slichas is to say the gidim yosrachim. But you can't say it again and again and again. And therefore, the slichas are there to break between the gidim so that we can say, you're going to miss it again and again. And that we want to say. That we want to say. The point of slichas is to say you're going to miss And if, if that's the case, by being a katzer on the slichas, you're better than taking out to have a miracle or have a base in the matter of jumping. What's the idea of splitting up the Yugimah Midas? Because you want to say it, have it many times. You want to say it. And there's an order in it. So you say it back to back. There's no point saying it back to back. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't say it back to back. We want to be massacred or something. And that's why we put either the psukim or the. Right, so we don't do mafsik, that's why they have the psukim between each one and they have the kini, the slichim between each one to be mafsik. And now there's an order. If you look, you'll see. The, until Rosh Hashanah, we say three times Rosh Hashanah. Every Rosh Hashanah, we say 13 times Rosh Hashanah. In Sayyid's Mitchell, we say seven times Rosh Hashanah. We come to the end, we say ten times Rosh Hashanah. There was a, it's not just random amounts of times. There was an order in what they were doing. And if that's the case, the question is, when the minna gets to start cutting out slichas and taking out Hashem Hashem, maybe there's a reason for saying it so many times. And maybe we don't want to just randomly cut out slichas. Uh, which was the argument to say that all the slichas. You know, even though you have from the Prima Guardian, but here the slichas is the Agav. The Iker is Hashem, the Yigam al and therefore uh, it's not a good thing to do. I'll call upon him, there are those places that's why even if they would skip most of the, all the Yitzhak, most of the Pyotr Mishmon Esrei, they won't slip slichas. 
And now that's first where they skip some of the slichas too. What's the head to skip slichas? For the same reason. It's not a tefillah which comes from Chazal. It was a takana later on. And people don't understand it, so why would you say it? You can say less. Is there any argument that it's just the rest of the history of the same slichas? The thing isn't the slichas. It's just the hakdama for the yudhim al So. I don't, know, I don't know how many slichas they say, I can't tell you, but... Is there an issue with the Muslim? Yeah, it's probably Muslim, 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 you can, you sorry? You well, I know I'm talking to him. I don't know what the words mean, but it's uh, the, the idea of what I'm trying to say, I understand. The, the, obviously, the best option is to look at the slechus before and understand what they mean. Or even if you want to use the interlinear slechus, either into English or into simple Hebrew, that explains the words, so you, you know what you're saying. That's that's in the code of slechus. Now, this doesn't just apply to add uh, to a, 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 a new, new inventions of Twitter. Even other things which are not new words, but there's a question, can you add them into Davin? What's the problem of Hefsek? It's the same shadow. For example, in a lot of Kedos, there's a Milag in the Yom and the Rhyme to say Shira Malos after Yishtavach, before Yishtavach, the places of Brunagim, before the Kaddish. So in Nusach, it's like a Moira before Barcho, to say responsibly Shira Malos, Mamaki, line by line. The Goran says not to say it. Not because of problems with the words of Tehillim, but because Mechitesh, you can add something to the Nusukh HaTvila, it's a Hefzak. That's one example. And other things like that also, that uh, it wasn't just a new a new Nusukh which was the problem. The Goran's problem was adding things which aren't, don't belong in the Tehillim. Uh, so again, uh, here the, the, a lot of places say it because we do understand the words. And therefore we don't know the Primogaran's problem, we only have the problem of the Goran, and not everyone's Mahmoud that we got. Mashaenka and those places that do keep a Shiraz like Goran. So they don't say the Shemalis if we after Yishtabach because they consider the Hefsek. The same way that by Chulah and Vashamra and El Shabbos or before Shemalis is also the Goran says the Hefsek. What's it doing there? So, okay, it's the same, it's the same long running Machlokis and lots of things which comes up. So that's what's negated to, that's what's negated to most Lichas and most Piyotin. Like I said, the exception, this is interesting, is that what was added about the Goanim of Zechrena Lechai. And already here the person asked the question. And that is besides the question of can you add things to Shmona Esrei, you definitely can't add things to the Gilmah Brachos Rishonis. Because the Gilmah Brachos Rishonis are Shevach. We don't ask for things. So how can we say Zechrein and Lechai and ask for something to the Gilmah Brachos Rishonis? You want to add it, add it in the middle somewhere. So how can they go in and do it? And here's something which is unanimously accepted. Unanimously accepted. Even though if a person forgets, he doesn't repeat it because of those reasons. Only add it by the Goyim. It's not the Ika, the Khan of Tefila. So the person doesn't go back for it. But everyone agrees you meant to say it. Why? What's unique about uh, the, these additions, which have a higher status, so to speak, than other things? So, Mishnah Brewer, when he talks about it, already gives the remez to the answer. And he says that it's not a steer to ask for it in the Shevach of Hashem, because when we mask something, which is Mishnah Brewer, for life, so we made it, since you never did, we add ourselves into the Bakasha. In other words, we say, since Hashem, you do this, so we made it. Think of us too. And therefore, when you get to uh, the Hashem is 
maybe girl if they have a name, the man Shmoy Ba'avo. So we say Akadosh Baruch Hu is doing things, the man Shmoy Ba'avo. So now we can say, so Zacharin Lachain the Mancho. You just said you do things, the man Shmoy, so Hashem remember us too. The man Shmoy, it should be the man Shmoy. Same thing when you get to the second bracha. When you say, Mikomoycha Baal Gvoros Midoy Melech. Hashem is Melech Memis Umachaya. So we say, Hashem, if that's the case, Mikomoycha, we just said, he's like you. Think about us too. So in other words, Mishmur says that it's it's kilo, it's branching off what we just said because what that's what's on our mind. We're thinking about Chaim and we just praise Hashem for giving Chaim or whatever it's going to be. So we matter. We can't not ask. But that's not that's kilo not considered a hefsek. It's considered the machshava that we what we are thinking about anyway. So think Hashem, think about us too. It's yes, it's ma'ena bracha. It's not something different. And that's why that wasn't considered to, even though it's an extra nusach. It wasn't considered to be a hefsek. Ma'amelech is the Yichat Takana. And therefore, a person doesn't say Ma'amelech, he goes back. He was on Yashem Esra. So, the second thing the Mishmur says is for Klai Yisrael. So, we answer this ourselves when you ask, when you say that Nusach is Hal Klai Yisrael. But if a person would think of Hal Klai Yisrael, the Chayyar would be the same thing. Just to go back what we were speaking about before. So, so this is Slichistarazu, it's like a terrible person, like, how does that work? I it's true that it's not, but nevertheless, the minag is the minag. Um, the last point, and that is that the point, where does the idea of saying slichas altogether come from? Besides which slich and who, is, who, who made the nuzach of the slichas, where does the idea of saying slichas come from? So it's interesting. Even though both the Mechaber and the Ramah agree that we need to say slichas, Lakumba and Shmuel is to say slichas, and we know there's a famous Lachlaikas, if it's not from Rosh Chodesh Edel, like the Mechavis says, or Matzi Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, if it's four days or more, then like the Ramah says. But where did it come from? Who was attacking this idea of Sechus in the first place? We don't find the Gemara about it. So it's Kinyeret, there's also something which came from the Rishonim. It came from the Rishonim, the idea of saying Sechus, that there's a Hachan that a person needs for Rosh Hashanah. And even the reason, the Ramah gives the reason. He says, why are you in four days? He says, because just like a person has to evacuate a carbon, you have to check a carbon four days before it's brought. So we have to check ourselves four days before Shoshana. Fine. So said they have a Muslim said four days before Shoshana. That's a wonderful thing to do. What's with the Slichas? Can you read the Takon, the, the Musag of saying Slichas? Kaya shall all accept it. It's not, we don't have a clear Makar. There's no Takon of Ashkenaz like that. We don't see a clear Makar in the Gemara which talks about Slichas. The idea of saying Slichas was something Kaya shall accept it. Now we're going to try and look for reasons for it. We try to find reasons for it. But we don't, that's not the reason which was given. That wasn't the Makar where we found that this was the reason for Slechus. That's what the Fumil Hagim went to say. And therefore, even if you're going to say that, uh, just like Kinnus and Tishiba, we find the Gemara about Kinnus? No. We talk about Kinnus Eicha. And Yirmiyahu says that he was Makoinin on the Khorban. But once again, something Klaistral collectively did. We're sitting by a Khorban, we, we want to express Tsar. So we have a Nusach of. How are we going to cry about the Chorban? The Holy Force Shoshana, we're going to ask for Slicha. There's a certain list of things which came from Klai Yisrael, Kilo, and no one questions. Everybody does it. And therefore, how much one has to say, can a person say less? 
Yes, there are there's mocking to make of our discussion the first about that. But to say we're going to battle the institution altogether that no one thought of that. Bavad, it's something which is accepted in Klai Israel. We understand, it's something we're meant to do. We can minimize it. We can say fewer slichas maybe, fewer kinos maybe. Okay, there are, there are those who might say that. It's not saying it's awesome. But uh, definitely we can't battle them in it. If that was the way Klai understood, we approached Tishabah. But that's the way we approach Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, then that's something which is important. Important enough, but according to Aminah, Slichas is the Chazasa Shatz of Ne'ili is all Slichas. We go through this Nusrat Tfer and then we stop and say all ten Hashem Hashem, it's all part of the Chazasa Shatz. Or central enough, the idea of Slichas that it becomes a part of the Tfer's Ne'ili. That's the way we approach Hashem. And you may have a Rechamim.